0: Are you ready to make the right moves and unlock your passion welcome to from the inside out with your host carla d walker to be your best self in your personal life and your business life all you need to do is look within yourself now here is carla d walker good morning
1: world how are you doing this morning i'm absolutely fabulous welcome 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 so glad to have you with me this morning and I hope you're doing great. I hope you're having a fabulous morning so far. And I hope you got up this morning feeling refreshed after a wonderful weekend and and starting the first day on Monday. That had to be a great day, uh, getting back into the office. I always found that probably one of the more interesting days where people are just trying to figure out you know, what happened <laughs> uh getting back into the swing of things and talking about, you know, what they're going to do next and uh, what shouldn't be done or, or or you know, trying to gather their thoughts in terms of putting the rest of their week together. Um, so Monday was kind of one of those days where it was maybe a little laid back, but all your engines were going because you wanted to get the week started. So I hope your, your week has started out great and then this is a... A wonderful second day for you that somewhere along the way you feel loved and you you are confident and uh, someone has been kind to you over the weekend and you have shared your kindness. You've done something great. Again, we go to the end of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, make sure, even if you know, everyone can't do it maybe in the month of October, but you know, you've know you got the rest of the year, make sure you uh, check breast cancer. That's for both men and women. Make sure you check with your doctor and have your mammograms uh, so that you can check out um, your health and make sure that your health is on point because you've got a lot to do and you don't have time uh, to be sick. You just don't have time to be sick. There's too much to do. There's too much life to live. Uh, There's too much uh, waiting for you. There's too much um, that uh, joy that you need to spread or that you need to adhere to. Uh, And you can't do that unless you're well. And that love you're gonna give to others it's hard to do that when you're not feeling good You're not, and so I want you to be your best I want you to live your best life and I want you to share that with other people uh, that you meet, your friends and family uh, the people, your coworkers that you work with uh, and just be a joy and a light to yourself and to them and to the rest of the world you know, every day somebody needs a little light shined on them and I want you to be that light for them hopefully you do that today so I'm I'm minding my own business as I you know, try to do a little bit anyway. Um, and I, I keep hearing about this article that appeared in the Huffington Post uh, about uh, the women at Ernest & Young that were instructed on how to dress, act nicely around women. And I thought, wait a minute, what year is this? You know, I kind of had a a mental flashback, and I'm thinking, well, let's see, I know that I lived through the 60s and 70s, so what part of this doesn't feel right in 2019? Why in 2019 are we still talking about how women dress and act nicely around men? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I took me back for a minute and, and as I had of course I had to go find the article um, and I want to thank my friend Pat oh, thank you so much for sending this to me because uh, I really hadn't paid much attention uh, to the news lately only because um, uh, I get tired of hearing the noise around uh, our president and uh, So sometimes I just, you know, tune it out, turn it off. Um, It can be a stressor. And so if I want to de-stress, I just want to chill and relax. Sometimes I'll just get rid of all technology altogether. And this just happened to be one of those weekends where, where, that I just kind of, a week I just kind of turned things off and kind of focused on uh, internally. But. With that being said, for those of you who couldn't do it, and you heard this crazy noise. And so my friend asked me if I, she sent me this um, uh, article with a note asking me if I was a pancake or a waffle. And I thought, what in the world is she talking about? Am I a pancake or a waffle? I, I did not know what the hell she was talking about, but I thought, Okay, she sent me this article for a reason, so I guess I'll have to read it. Because I had no clue what she was asking me about doing that. So, and reading the article in the uh, Huffington Post, that particular uh, question uh, that she was asking was coming from uh, that particular article, which uh, mentioned or talked about women being... Uh, pancakes and men being waffles and I thought, well, maybe this is a breakfast thing. I wasn't sure <laughs> but let me let me just figure out what that is and um, I, I found out it wasn't what that was at all and as I was reading it, I decided that I must be a panoffle some part waffle, part pancake, I guess um, and I was trying I thought I had it here uh, in front of me I wanted to talk to you about what a pancake or a waffle was I'll find it in a second but anyway this particular article talks about the trainings the training that Ernest and Young uh, was giving and this was in uh, 2018 uh, I believe at the time I, and I believe they're still doing uh, this leadership training uh, for uh, women you know, but this particular one Uh, that was done at the Ernest and Young's Hoboken office in New Jersey. And um, it's something that I think people have, you know, heard about and have been listening to. And it's just kind of struck a nerve because for so long, we've been fighting this fight as women in business to be treated equally and to, you know, get up be allowed to, or given the opportunity, I shouldn't say be allowed, but given the opportunity to climb the corporate ladder uh, without having to go through uh, unnecessary steps that seem that our male counterparts don't go through. Oh, but um, the pancake (laughs) and waffle uh, reference referred to this quote uh, from the training, which said, women's brains absorbs information like pancakes soak up syrup. So it's hard for them to focus. And the attendees were told, men's brains are more like waffles. They're better able to focus because the information collects in each little waffle square. So, so I, I and reading that, <laughs> I, uh, I had to laugh and I had to read it a couple of times um, because here we go, women's brains absorb information like pancakes, like pancakes soak up syrup. And then, you know, men's brains are more like waffles because they are able to focus because the information collects in little waffle squares. I don't know that the Iowa, I know I don't agree with that. And um, and just that quote is disturbing. Maybe it's the analogy, I think, in terms of pancakes. Um, you know, this is one of the things, the training, and, and really the training, as I understand, it came about because uh, uh, we were pushed, I said, um, because of the Me Too movement. And uh, women were speaking more about sexual harassment. So. Um, when Ernest and Young was uh, trying to figure out how to make sure that they'd cover all their bases and uh, and uh, uh, that this isn't happening in their organization and by the way, normally unfortunately, sexual harassment is one of those things that happens in most organizations in various degrees um, it can go from, you know, fairly innocent things that men or women Aren't aware that they're doing? That's harassment, or it can go to the extreme, uh, which would be assault and rape, um, which we hear we've heard a lot about in terms of uh, men in power uh, have been doing. And even though women are are now speaking up for a long time, uh, women were silent about this issue, and so it. It seems as though when, uh, at, at the time, uh, there were instances where Ernest & Young, when, when people filed or talked about uh, uh, sexual harassment that they were undergoing, that uh, like a lot of companies, um, Ernest & Young did their internal investigation, but it didn't really seem like anything became of it, um, unless it came out in the public, and then they were a little more swift to act. Um, and in in the case of Rose Young, they did fire a man uh, after uh, this uh, partner went public in the firm, uh, who says she was sexually harassed uh, by a male partner. So you hear this thing all the time, you know. And and a lot of what companies are trying to do is is to provide education, but the education uh, for women. Uh, uh, that uh, was provided uh, that seemed to be provided was uh, to fix the women <laughs> and I always love when somebody wants to fix me <laughs> and that was actually the term that was used uh, in terms of, of uh, uh, providing this training to, to fix the women and for me, that in itself uh, was um, a little, it was insulting because why do I have to be fixed? Okay, I, This thing about talking about leadership, teaching individuals how to be leaders, helping uh, those who haven't normally uh, been permitted to move into the workplace and have an opportunity to grow in the organization or evolve in the organization into leadership roles. um, One is nothing new that's been happening for a long time and we've been talking about it. Two, we've been talking about it for years uh, and some companies have gotten very good at it and other companies still suck at it. And so that's part of what we're gonna talk about today in terms of Uh, Fixing women. (laughs) What does that mean? And please don't ever say that to anybody ever again, that you're going to fix women. Um, Because it's, it's not necessarily the women you need to fix. And when we come back, we'll talk more about it.
0: Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment.
2: Do you wish you could avoid having difficult conversations with your kids about sex, relationships, and how to stay safe? Do you struggle with what and how much to say? You're not alone. Tune into Holistic Sex Ed Radio with host Robin LaCrosse for a fresh new perspective on sex education that goes beyond the birds and the bees. We gather together every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for conversations designed to improve your relationships, expand your knowledge, and give you the tools to help your kids make the most out of their lives.
0: Tune into from the inside out to reach Carla Walker or her guest today. Call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Carla Walker from the inside out at gmail.com. Now back to the show.
1: Hey, welcome back. Glad to have you with me. Um, we're talking about the Huffington post article that uh, uh, about the the uh, training that uh, Ernest and young uh, provided to uh, many of his female uh, workers on leadership and um, what that was talking about and, and I was saying that you know it's it's kind of came out or rose out of a need to I think re-educate um, due to the uh, sexual harassment allegations that started coming up and being made public, not only at Ernest & Young, but uh, as it relates to the the Me Too movement. Um, And and then back in 2018, they did this, uh, they felt this need to do this training, um, and the focus of the training was self-improvement for women and it's always fascinated me that when when we talk about sexual harassment, which usually happens, has usually happened in the past, I would say, uh, because of men's unwanted advances, um, that it's always been, we have to fix the women or improve the women or the women, you just don't understand, you know, uh, how a man thinks or, you know, you know, it's the way you dress, it's the way you look, it's the way you walk, it's the way you talk. You know, you're just being emotional. All those things are bullshit, quite frankly. Crap, because we want to put the onus on the women. Even even when you talk with, uh, and, and it's gotten better, but I think it still happens sometimes. Even when a woman has been raped, I mean, she's been physically assaulted or damaged, one of the first questions is, what did you do? How did you cause this person to do this? You know, sometimes you know, the questions have been so insulting in terms of, well, you shouldn't have worn your skirt so short, or some cases you should have been all covered, or, you know, you, sh- you can't show skin because men's little minds can't deal with it, and um, show too much skin, and that just, boy, it turns on the, that's, sexual drive in their heads, and they can't get it out of their heads, so they're looking at you as a sex object, so you need to make sure you're covered up. (laughs) Um, That's a lot of power to have uh, for a woman. And to me, that says men are basically weak. So it kind of debunks uh, what they're trying to say is that the problem is with women, and then I wonder, is the problem with the men? Um, you know, problem may not be with the women, maybe it's with the men and how we have indoctrinated this man into the world, right? Because when they come out of the womb, they don't come out of the womb saying, hey, I'm better than you or hey, you sexy baby. <laughs> Let's get it on. They don't come out of the womb that way, right? We train them, we being parents and society and our cultures, we train them how to act or interact with each other. Now, there's a study that I read, gosh, I want to say it was in maybe the science journal or, or something, that by the time a young girl is six years old, she already believes that boys are smarter than she is why is that what is she hearing either at home or at school or at a friend's house or in her family or in her culture what is it that's telling this young girl the six-year-old that that guy over there picking his nose or you know running his head into the wall or doing something other uh, something else that you wonder why is he doing that that guy over there is smarter than she is and I know it goes back to I think the old stereotypes no cultural stereotypes that we've had where you know men was her strong women we depict uh, depicted strong and brave and they could fix anything and they could do anything and the woman was the soft subtle uh, she's the weaker of the two genders. And, you know, from, from there came our roles where the men would go out and gallantly, you know, bring home the bacon or, <laughs> or go out and they would have the jobs and they would work and they would uh, bring home money to give to their wives who were staying at home, raising their kids. And so, the, you know, women were often considered to be barefoot and pregnant. And then that was their role they shouldn't worry their little minds about you know other things like business and you know how to make money that was the man's job that was the man's role and I wonder how that you know kind of came about as well who defined these roles for us Uh, and I and I guess we can go back and look at some uh, religion we can look at some cultures where there's a strong belief that, you know, man is the ruler of the house. And some would even tell me, well, it's in the Bible that man's the head of the house. And yes, I'm one of those who said, Yeah, but a man wrote the Bible. So maybe that's not what it originally said. And maybe man was maybe he left off the woe, <laughs> the woman off of it? Because if you can look back in society and different cultures and civilizations and see that there were women who were leading these civilizations. There were women who were leading these cultures, and men were playing those opposite roles. And even in some cultures, men may not be playing any particular role at all except a sexual one. You know, so. So I often wonder, I've often thought about, you know, where does this come from that women are the weaker sex? And you and I heard it perpetuated as I was growing up, you know, on, on different television shows or radio or even in books, or, you know, you just heard it perpetuated that, that women are supposed to be this nice, soft, fluffy thing and, and men are supposed to be this hard, can do it all. And I started seeing, you know, in fact, I, I, remember, I remember specifically that uh, we were talking about uh, something happened to the car, and for some reason, you know, it was believed that a man could fix a flat tire. Until I ran into men who couldn't fix flat tires, until I ran into men who who couldn't even fix toast. Uh, that I think it really started saying, women. Now there's something wrong with this. This is myth that's going around that you know men are this saving force, uh, and women are just supposed to follow blindly be, behind them. That men are leaders, and women are followers. When actually we have both leaders and followers, and both men and women. You know, so I, I you know, kind of wonder about that uh, constantly. Um, but I thought we <laughs> I thought we were um, beyond that in 2019 I thought that that was something that uh, we had moved forward on so to hear this come out and to hear that this was training training that was being perpetuated in 2018 to fix our self-improvement for women and that was around uh, Helping them be more identified with the uh, uh, stereotype of what woman was uh, in 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 business. To me, it's somewhat this is disturbing because uh, I I know you know when you get past uh, um, the feminist rage, if you will, or um, that uh, did did engulf this country or our culture for some time back in the 60s, 70s. You know, there was a lot of uh, feminism. They talked about burn their bras and a lot of women did burn their bras. And um, um, But I also remember being told that if you were a woman in business, you needed to dress more manly. You know, so you begin, even you would see actually um Uh, designers would make these uh, three-piece suits or these suits that were more for women but that had a more manly take on it uh, to help sort of balance out the fact that you were a woman working in a man's world but I want to get back to what I was saying I thought maybe you know the focus shouldn't be on so much fixing women but Asking ourselves, how are we indoctrinating our our men into uh, the world? How are we demonstrating to men and women how they should respect or work with each other, or work together? Because there are just as many weak-minded men, or I should say pancake-brained men... <laughs> I like that, pancake brain. There's many pancake brain men as there are waffle brain women. Um, It is not, I don't think gender has much to do with it. Um, And it's really, and and while it may be true or not, I don't know if someone uh, knows this or not, I don't know if women's brains are smaller than men's. But that doesn't mean that their intellect is any smaller than than a man's. That doesn't mean that they can't be successful and run a business any less uh, than a man can. Uh, a lot of it has to do with indoctrination. A lot of it has to do what the culture is dictating, and often our culture has been one-sided uh, and been more male-dominated. I mean, and as you look at the at businesses. And how they grew up in this world you know most you know most of our culture was saying you know what a woman is supposed to do is get married have children stay at home while their uh, husbands go out and work to feed the family so all of those roles and a lot of that has changed in our society Where we're seeing women making more uh, women working not just staying at home um, taking care of children, which, by the way, is a major job um, that women, a lot of them don't get paid for financially, which, you know, I I would, I always thought about, well, maybe women, women who stay home and take care of their children should get a salary um, and all the benefits that, that they would if they were out in the workplace. But, um, you know, we've seen a lot of that change over the years. Uh, relative to that we know we have house husbands we have um, we have different lifestyles we have different ways of, uh, of how we see masculinity and femininity and so a lot of it has to do with how we are indoctrinating our children into the world how we are helping them grow into the world and what we are having them grow into uh, into the world and I think In the future, we're going to see, as we have started to see, a lot less of that masculinity uh, and ownership of uh, being head of the house only expected of a man. Uh, um, And we'll talk more about that when we get back from break.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com
3: forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Radio.com and the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: You are tuned into From the Inside Out. To reach Carla Walker or her guest today, call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Hey, welcome back. Yeah, uh, so we're just talking about, uh, I want to say women in the workplace and also uh, women's role in society and how women are treated in the workplace or not treated. And I've mentioned Ernest & Young, and I have to say um, that... Uh, when they when they I applaud them for trying to do training uh, and provide training for women because they they really do have some uh, 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 very sharp women uh, who work there and um, and what they what they did was uh, try to put in a solution and I think. Some of the fallout for the particular program that they ran at that time was that it, it felt for some more like um, women bashing um, uh, event um, than what their intent was. Because as I understand, their intent was to really teach promising women uh, at, at uh, Ernest Young how to grow their networks, negotiate and build strong or high performing teams uh, which is what all managers should learn how to do or all leaders should learn how to do uh, as they are moving up uh, or working uh, with people Uh, because you know i said this last week and i had to say it again people don't leave companies they leave managers and so if your managers are really good and they know how to grow and develop and identify people and move them and challenge them um, in the workplace, then you will see those people stay, particularly those individuals who are uh, promising, if you will, or what or, or used to be called high potential employees, you know, you can catch them early and you can begin uh, working with them to evolve them into uh, the goals of where they want to be uh, going in the future. But I think we have to, you know, just kind of bring light to it. And I, I do appreciate um, uh, the article in the Huffington Post. And, and by the way, that was by Emily Peck. I thought she did a really neat job. Uh, in discussing this and kind of bringing to light some of the issues uh, that were in that training that, you know, perhaps are still going on in the workplace today. Um, but that really, I think we need to take a step back and say, what are we doing as a culture? What are we doing in your businesses that we are still perpetuating in many instances these stereotypes? Uh, When you look at companies, when you look at your leadership pipeline, is it mostly male? When you look at your executive or leadership teams, how many females do you have there in the room? You know, how many females are in the corporate suite? in the executive suite. How many? You know, there needs to be more than one. You know, how many females do you have in your corporation? If you have 60% females in your corporations, you should have close to that in your executive or leadership team. What that does is that kind of balances out in some instances, some of the um, stereotypes that are perpetuated in terms about women but it also gives women a similar leg up to what men uh, have gotten uh, as well. You know, for example, one of the things <laughs> that this training said, I have to keep going back to it because I'm, it, 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 is, it is funny, sad but true, was don't be aggressive like men. Now, one of the reasons that you don't wanna be aggressive like men uh is because men you know can't really take it it's I, as i'm understanding here because you know men don't want uh women to be aggressive or in their face i don't know of anybody that wants you to be in their face male or female i don't want an aggressive woman in my face i don't want an aggressive male in my face it doesn't matter to me um and they had given the women a sheet here, uh, which is a masculine-feminine score sheet. As I'm looking at it, and they asked the women to score themselves in terms of how they ranked relative to uh, these these traits. And I just want to give you, you know, a, a taste of, you know, where some companies are. Um, because it's not just Ernest & Young. I know that Ernest & Young is one that mentioned in the article, but Ernest & Young isn't the only uh, company where this is still probably hiding somewhere, uh, and waiting to pounce out. But it said women, uh, the traits, the scores, the traits they identified as women were affectionate, cheerful, childlike, compassionate, does not use harsh language, eager to soothe hurt feelings, femininity, flatterable, gentle, gullible, loves children, loyal, sensitive to others' needs, shy, soft-spoken, sympathetic, tender, understanding, warm, yielding. Those were all feminine characteristics. And the male characteristics were acts like as a leader, (laughs) aggressive, ambitious, analytical, assertive, athletic, competitive, defends one's beliefs, Dominant, forceful, has leadership abilities, independent, individualistic, makes decisions easily, masculinity, self-reliant, self-sufficient, strong personality, willing to take a stand, willing to take risks. (laughs) As I read those, I thought, I don't know that any of those are either more masculine or feminine, Um, but that I've known people who are female who demonstrate more of the what they've identified as the masculine characteristics and i've known men (laughs) who demonstrate more of the female characteristics so what is that saying about them for me what it says as i read that and i heard myself in some of that is that Those things are identified as masculine or that things that men do um, are things that I find myself doing. But does that make me a man? No. By that, I can assure you, I am not. (laughs) But only identifying those characteristics as male, what we do is kind of channel in on... Those things that are feminine that aren't. So if I don't do that, if I don't do those things that men do, for example, act like a leader, I find that uh, to me that's funny that's identified as a male characteristics, because we look in our society particularly today and even in the past, you know, you look at women who, um, who are strong, who are in business, who are in Sizes of I don't know why Madame Curie comes to mind. Uh, she certainly was a leader in her in her, her uh, industry. Uh, you you think of Golda Meir, who was certainly a leader uh, for her country. You no, know, you start thinking about these women in the past who have not only acted like a leader but led organizations, led movements, led people. You know, think of your mom, she leads, maybe leads the family. You know, acting like a leader, I don't know, is a male or female characteristic. Acting like a leader is neither male or female. But you learn how to do that, you teach people how to do that. You know, being aggressive, is maybe a characteristic we need to teach men to do a little less of and maybe women a little more but to have ambition, to be analytical to be assertive, to be athletic those aren't particularly male characteristics and and to be competitive to defend one's beliefs to be forceful, to have leadership abilities to be independent, to be individualistic, those are not solely male characteristics, at least not in my world, at least not in the world that I uh, grew up in, at least not in the world that uh, my aunts talked about. One of the things they wanted to make sure I was was definitely independent and be able to taking care of myself and I think the one one that for me was the most fun to hear about was Don't Talk to Men Face-to-Face. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i sorry, uh, Miss Clark, who put the presentation together. I'm sure there was more to it than what I'm reading. But when I read that, I thought, oh my God, don't talk to them face-to-face because... If you talk to them directly in meetings, they perceive that as threatening. Or if you have a con- when you're in a conversation, make sure you cross your legs and sit at an angle. Because if you're looking at them dead on, men see that as threatening and not to be too aggressive or outspoken. The only thing I could think of is I think we're going backwards instead of moving forwards, and we'll be back.
0: tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at one 346 9141 that's one 346 9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show
1: hey welcome back we're in our last few minutes um, talking about you know, fixing women yes let's fix them I think it's what I even titled my segment yes let's fix the women uh, sarcastically but you know it's really let's fix our culture let's fix how we are indoctrinating men into the world I think we're doing a better job of that I think as you look at this generation of uh, young men and women uh, we see uh, more acceptance uh, and we see less of of women in particular being put into those stereotypical roles that falsely define who they are and make them feel little or less than, um, which is a power trip play that uh, men do, uh, but also some women do. Um, So because both men and women do it, I should say people do, uh, to make someone feel uh, less than who they are you see bullying behavior happen in that fashion. You know? But, you know, let's just debunk any of those ideas about that. Um, Marilyn Hewson, who was the CEO of Lockheed Martin, uh, once said, good leaders organize and align people around what the team needs to do. Great leaders motivate and inspire people and why they're doing it. That's purpose. And that's the key to achieving something truly transformational. You know, I love the fact that she didn't say men and women. She said people, right? Because leadership is not denoted by gender. Leadership comes in male and female forms. And even as you look into the wildlife or the animal kingdom, you see leadership in male and female forms of, of that world, you know? Leadership is something that we all can achieve, that we all have the potential or ability to achieve. You know, as you know, Kathleen Schaefer, who's the founder of leadership, of leadership Connection says, leadership is not about men in suits It is a way of life for those who know who they are and are willing to be their best to create the life they want to live. I like that. Leadership is not about men in suits. It's really not. You know, one of the characteristics of a leader is that they have confidence. They exhibit, uh, exude confidence. They know who they are. They're not afraid of being themselves. Uh, They are able to communicate directly (laughs) with individuals. They're not threatening. Uh, They're not imposing. They do have a presence. They are respected uh, in the workplace Um, and they have knowledge. Uh, Most leaders are intelligent. And they're smart enough to know what they don't know and have people around them who do know those things. Great leaders are smart enough to know not only what they don't know, but also smart enough to have individuals around them who will tell them no. And that they will listen to those people and adjust when they need to adjust and make wiser decisions because of it. I have complete faith that we will continue to get better as a race of people, of humans, that we will eventually stop identifying whether a leader is a male or female and just talk about them as leaders because they lead people. We need people in leadership roles who have leadership capabilities, not just in business, but also in nonprofit organizations, at our homes, in our schools. We need it everywhere. We need leaders, male and female. And one day we will get to a place where we won't refer to them or, or we can close our eyes and not realize whether they're male or female because we're seeing similar characteristics in all of us and all of those people who are identified leaders. Also, know that leadership is not a title. You know, I, I do want to say that particularly. Just because you have a title doesn't mean that you're a leader. You, know, you may have just been lucky to get that role because your company just you know, decided you've been there so many years and so, yeah, you just kind of gradually moved into that role. That doesn't make you a leader. You know, you have to be willing to connect with people, to inspire, to motivate them, to help them move toward the goal, to be able to articulate that goal to them, to make tough decisions, to make a decision. <laughs> you know, had a leader who could not make a decision and how frustrating is that? Be better, make that decision. Lead, remember you do manage, you manage things, you lead people. So what I would leave you with today is this. If you are female and you have an interest in a leadership role in your company or a company, then talk to those individuals within the company who are at that role and find out what is the path, what did they do in order to get there. You really have to look at the culture of a company. Ask yourself, how many females in my organization are in leadership roles? Talk to both male and female to find out how they got to the role that they were in what are some of the things that you can glean from that and put it in your plan in order to move there and you know what if you're not happy you can't move in that organization as you would like if you don't see after you know, you know give yourself three, five years if you're not seeing any movement if you're not if you understand it or getting have the feeling or understanding that this is not for you, go somewhere else or create your own company and lead everybody. And men be open to learning. Be open to those female qualities and let let it go. <laughs> Anyway, I would love to talk with you today. Please take care of yourselves and you have your own, you have the power to make changes in your life and your organization. And you really are the change, you have power to be the change that we need in this world. So go do something about it. This is Carla. We'll talk to you next time. Bye bye.
0: Thank you for listening to From the Inside Out. Be sure to join your host, Carla D. Walker, for another episode of the program next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have the best week.